The next point that was brought up to us was this concept of religious freedom. This idea that religious freedom has to be practiced by yourself. You can't affect anybody else with your expression of religious freedom. And this is how it was expressed. We want people to understand that we still believe in religious freedom. We still think it's important, but we also don't think that it should be weaponized to discriminate against any one particular group. I, I think the freedom of religion should be the freedom to worship how you want and not the freedom to discriminate. This is a very popular belief. It has some truth. I'm sure you've heard it before. But see, the idea is with these people, there's no limiting principle. I mean, we get into speeches violence. I even went to a presentation fairly recently that said, if you have what this person would describe as racist or homophobic thoughts towards a person, your subtle facial expressions as you experience those emotions can transmit over to that person and cause them harm. So these people are not going to be content with religious expression in many of its forms. If they win one victory, they're going to move on to the next. And I don't necessarily mean all the activists at the specific protest, but the movement as a whole is moving in that direction. But this just makes me think, why, why would freedom of religion need to be enshrined in the First Amendment if it's not going to be bothering anybody? If you look at what's in the First Amendment, speech, assembly, the press, all of these can cause discomfort, problems for other people. <laughs> for example, even this protest, they blocked off 800 and denied some people parking and bikers had a hard problem getting through there while the protest was going on. But because of the First Amendment... This protest was allowed to coordinate with the police to get that section of a road blocked off in the middle of the day. So religion's the same way. Religion is, religion is practice. Religion is action. Religion is not just the thoughts in your head. So when we're talking about religious liberty, when we're talking about freedom of religion, it's those actions that are what are protected. And this also throws light on the important difference between public and private. In a public setting, religion can't be imposed upon any people. But when we're in a private setting, when you're receiving tithing funds, when you're on private property that is BYU's, then the game changes. And these groups are trying to make everything that you can't do in public also apply to things that you can't do in your own public life and public property. And this will also come to the family. It's already starting to come to the family, but... This worldview that they have will go right in line with imposing more and more upon parents what they can and cannot do to their children and severely limited, limiting freedom of religion even inside the walls of a person's own home. Hey, Luke Hansen here. Thank you for listening to this clip from an episode of the Red Pill Blue Blood podcast. If you like what you heard, you can check out the full episode and share it with your friends. Thank you, and have a great day. 